Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Calvino and Ivan Ocampo. All right. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, guys? Nice. Hey, uh, apologies for such a long delay, but we needed a break. We missed you. We, but we missed you guys, right? We needed a break, but, uh, but you know, a lot of you have reached out and, and, uh, and that's been heartwarming, right? To, to, to get like some feedback from guys who are like, Hey, are you guys still doing the podcast? Cause we miss it. So thank you for everyone who reached out. If you didn't reach out, shame on you. Shame on you. You should be ashamed of yourself. But, uh, all right. So this episode is going to be uh, a little bit different than the others in that we are going to talk about top 25. We're going to talk about what's in this issue came out that just came out. We're also going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. But what's different is that we're not going to jump into telling you about the cigar that we're smoking right now. We are smoking the number one, but we're going to go through the list of the top 25 and then we'll go in depth on number one uh, right after these words. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, so as you guys know, January, February is the uh, is top twenty five time in uh, in cigar snob land. Everyone's always excited to see. It is. Who it's the top uh, guys it's are. a big deal. We get you know people calling us constantly about it, and uh, there's a there's a flurry of of uh, lunch invites. You know, right sure. as uh, as like December starts to to get close, and companies know that that's when we're starting to make those uh, final decisions, those final cuts. Uh, we get a lot of lunch invites at that point, right? Everybody's yeah. like, hey, uh, you guys want to talk about the cigar and have some lunch? So that's pretty funny. But uh, Our website goes nuts. The website does go insane, which is always fun to see those numbers climb. And, uh, and so in case, in case you're new to this, we'll just give you a quick little brief of what we do. We take the, uh, all the cigars that were rated 91 and above for the prior year, and we... Those all become candidates for the top 25. 
So then we retaste all of those, re-rank those. Uh, now, normally in the ratings, we we taste we taste the cigars grouped with like or similar cigars, and so that that kind of uh, informs a little bit of how that cigar is ranked in the regular ratings. Once we go into top twenty-five season, they're rated among the best of the best are now compared to one another. So things change quite a bit at that point. Head to head. Yeah. And so, you know, we we put a ton of time and a ton of effort into, uh, you know, giving you guys the best possible list. We we also exclude the limited editions. So cigars that you're not going to be able to readily uh, purchase all over the country. We we eliminate those from the list, uh, even though obviously th- those are some of the best cigars of the year. But you can't do anything with that. So, you know, giving you which one uh, our favorite of that is doesn't really do much. So so anyway. And Cubans, too. Everybody always asks Correct, correct. Everybody's always asking, wait, why don't you guys put any Cubans in there? And it's like, no. Again, you guys can't buy them legally. So... Uh, so we don't we don't uh, we don't rate and we don't include Cubans in in the top twenty five obviously, and so or, or like store edition like you know like a store exclusive, right? Also doesn't go in there because again you guys can't access that all around the country, so so that that's the the basis of it. You know one of the things that we do is once we get down to the final five, we taste those final five over and over and over and all of it, every single time it's blind tasted. So we're not, you know, we don't know what we're smoking when we're smoking it. And uh, if you guys have never done that, highly recommend that you do. It changes the way that you smoke when you don't have a preconceived notion. So, uh, so anyway, without, without further ado, let's, uh, let's jump into the list. In case you guys uh, didn't follow along, a lot of you do, right? A lot of you guys jump on the website as we are releasing uh, the top 25. So uh, we won't make this too long because a lot of you already know it, but uh, but let's let's just jump through this list. So number twenty five was the Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Uh, that one is made at the Agalera Fuente in the Dominican Republic. Excellent cigar. Uh, tw- all of these, I'm not going to say that because every single one of these is a great cigar, right? They're in the top twenty five. So next up is twenty four, the Perdomo twentieth anniversary Maduro. Second time, by the way, that that cigar, that exact cigar. Is on the list. It was on the list like two years ago. Should we say um, the size that it that it was rated uh, in? Because you know a lot of the good, yeah, good point. Let, let's say so the what black the cigar diamond, is and yeah, yeah, and the black the diamond was uh, was in the Marquis Vitola, which is a five and a quarter by fifty six. So a little bit of a thick uh, robusto. Uh, the Perdomo twentieth anniversary Maduro was in the Epicure, which is a six by fifty six box pressed. Uh, uh huh. Gurkha Nicaragua series was number twenty three in a Toro six by fifty four. Uh, La Aurora one hundred seven Nicaragua in a Robusto five by fifty. A the San Cristobal or San Cristobal Revelation, uh, in Legend, which is six by fifty two. As you can tell, we 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 love Toros, right? <laughs> it's obvious. Uh, Viva La Vida. You guys know you guys know Viva La Vida from Viva La Vida. Uh that cigar, I love that cigar. Uh is in at number 20 in the torpedo format. Six and a half by fifty-four. Lovely cigar. Brothers Billy and Gus Fakit. No, I'm kidding. Uh you guys know the the spiel. So 19 Aladino Maduro box pressed 
in the Robusto, which is a 5 by 50 Beautiful little smoke. I love that cigar. Very nice. Uh, and and it's it's a 5 by 50 but it feels shorter. I don't know why. Maybe the box press. Uh, I Whenever I want something quick, I always uh, I, I tend to grab that little smoke until we run out of them. 18, Davidoff Nicaragua in Diadema, which is one of three perfectos in this uh, top 25. It's a, the Diadema is a perfecto 6.5 by 50. That is also, uh, or I should say that cigar is a return, right? That guy was a number one back in like 2013 or 14. Correct. And he's uh, making a return to the list. Uh, and by the way, people, th- this is a good time to to talk about this. People ask all the time, how, how can a cigar have been number one and then come back and be 18, right? And, and cigars obviously change. Uh, they're a natural product. Uh, the competition that it's going up against changes. Um, and there's some weight given to newness. Exactly. And that's what it, uh, that was the last point, which is when a cigar is a new release on our list, uh, we, we weight the, uh, the ratings a little bit. Uh, we give it a bump in weighting for newer cigars. So cigars that were released in that year. Uh, so, for example, the Davidoff Nicaragua was new in 2013. And so uh, it got a bump in addition to it being a fantastic cigar. Uh, it got a bump because it was new. And the same applies for the next cigar, number 17, which is the Placencia Alma Fuerte, also in a uh, Perfecto. This time, uh, Generation 5, it's called 7 by 58 And 16, Tatuaje Preserva Miami in uh, Reserva J21 5 by 50 Robusto. So uh, that is also a fantastic little cigar that I love. Uh, Ivan, you want to take over the, uh, just so that I'm not talking nonstop, you want to take over sure. the uh, 15? Sure. Uh, I like my grouping better. Oh. <laughs> Coming in at number 15, we have the Superfly Maduro. By Oscar Valladares. Awesome smoke. I love all of his cigars. This is an excellent smoke and a Super Corona, five and a quarter by 45. Uh, number 14 is the Aging Room Pura Cepa. Uh, the size is called Rondo, and the physical size is five by 50. It's like Rajon Rondo. Correct. <laughs> number 13 is Joya de Nicaragua, numero uno. Uh, in a Le Premier, and the size is 6 and 7 eighths by 48. Uh, number 12, awesome, awesome smoke here. The AJ Fernandez Bellas Artes Maduro in a Lancero, which is, I believe, box pressed. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, seven, 7 by 38. I like uh, this. I like the, I, I get the, like, the peanut gallery over cool, here. Just cool, cool. You were, you were made you... for this. <laughs> Number 11 is the HVC Edición Especial 2015. Another great cigar <laughs> by yeah. one, of our, one of our favorite people uh, on earth uh, and definitely one of the best uh, domino players that we know. Yep. yep. <laughs> Rainier uh, Lorenzo. Uh, this cigar was rated in the Toro size, 6 by 52. Number 10 was Warped La Colmena. Made right here in Miami. Yes, it is at El Titan de Bronze. Or as the, the non-Spanish speakers say, El Titan de Bronze. Titan de Bronze. Uh, this was the Amado number 45, 44, and the size is 5.5 by 44. Coming in at number 9 is Liga Privada T52. Uh, old Reliable. This cigar yeah. gets better 
every time we I smoke it. I smoked one yesterday. I still love that cigar. Amazing, just... amazing cigar. Uh, this was a Toro, 6x52. Recurring uh, theme. Uh, number eight, another great new release by Rocky Patel, which was the Rocky Patel Quarter Century uh, in a Toro, 6 by 52 Number seven, one of my personal favorites, definitely a daily smoker that I always reach for. Is oh, the, if you can find them. If you can find them. <laughs> the, they're they're kind of scared, a little bit scarce these. The Casacua Divine Inspiration. Awesome, awesome smoke. I always sell the hell out I of this one all the time. All too, the time. Yeah. When uh, someone wants like, a, like that old Cuban style cigar, like that's it. Right. This Divine Inspiration, I think, has a different blend from the regular Casacuas. Uh, the size is Divine Inspiration, and the size is six and a six and an eighth by forty-seven. It is. It is the the blend is tweaked. Yeah. Uh, number six is Padron nineteen sixty-four anniversary Maduro. I never heard of that one. Nope. <laughs> this is the Imperial Vitola, uh, which is a six by fifty-four. And last year's number one was and that cigar in the Exclusivo. Correct. Right? So. So, yeah, pretty. Uh, Pretty badass list. I I love the. Uh, I mean, I love the list every year, but sure. But uh, you make I, it. That's why. Well, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm involved. I, I know a guy. But yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy with the uh, with this list. So at number five, we've got. Hold me- on, do, do we get like a a drum roll? Jasper, give us a drum oh, roll. Oh, want to jump jump into yeah. the, the top five with a drum roll? Yeah. Give me a give me a drum roll, Jaspy. Sound good to me. Number five, mi querida Triki Traca. Say that again. Steve Saka. And mi querida Triki Traca. <laughs> That's a great name. Triki Traca. Triki Traca. So, and, and again, if, for those of you that don't know, Triki Traca is uh, a reference to the Nicaraguan uh, practice of fireworks. Uh, anytime that there's any sort of celebration, they, they do like a, a string of firecrackers in the street, and the sound that they make is triki traka, so that's wow. what they call them. I ha- this is a control F moment oh, yeah? for me. Yeah, This is an inside joke. So you but... don't read the <laughs> the things that we put? No. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love this guy. Uh, the Vitola is uh, the 648, which is 6 by 48. Uh, yeah, Ivan, the uh, triki traka is what is like Nicaraguan slang for fireworks. Very nice. And Anyways, you, you've been there when they when yeah, they do that yeah, yeah. when uh, in a celebration they go. I've actually been up. there with Steve Saka, True. who, by yeah. the way, this is two years in a row that he's in the top five, winning the number one last year and coming in at number five well, this year, year with another last. great year before last. Oh, sorry, year yeah. before last. That's right. With the sin compromiso. Correct. Uh, I love this cigar. I, I smoke it all the time. Uh, thankfully, he sent us a box, and I get to smoke it all the time. But uh, I love it. Uh, it's. Super flavorful smoke. Uh, number four, number four is Aganorsa Leaf, Connecticut. So you always, you know, when you find a Connecticut this high on the list, that uh, yeah, that that means that you're doing something right, right? So this this one is in a, in a robusto format, five and a quarter by fifty, and it's it's just not. It's a different Connecticut than any other Connecticut we smoke. I love I love smoking a cigar that. I'm not, and by expecting, I mean, I I smoke a lot of blind stuff. So when I see this color and no band or anything, and I'm not expecting much out of it, yet you get all of this complexity and flavor come through the cigar, you're always like floored and you're like, wow, what am I smoking? And this is, this is, 
this is a great cigar. You remember that happened with the uh, years ago? It happened with the Epoca, the natural Epoca. Yes. It's just like blindsided. You're like, oh my god, there's so much flavor and complexity in this mild uh, looking smoke. So, so well done by the uh, Agonorsa guys. So at number three, coming in at number three, Oliva Serie V Melanio Maduro in the Figurado. Again, also smoked another one last night because I love that cigar. Uh, I think that Vitola is wrong here, the physical size. I think we have to make a fix. Uh, but uh, it says here 5.5 by 52. I'm pretty sure it's 6.5 by 52. So uh, lovely cigar, box press. It's always impeccable. It's like the sun, you know? It's You you know you're going to light it, and you're going to love it. Old reliable. Time. Yep. So, Oliva Serie V Melanio, number three. Number two. Dun, also a lovely cigar. Dun, dun, dun. My Father, the Fonseca by My Father. Just outrageous new cigar. It came out last year uh, in the Cedros, six and a half by 54. Uh, again, talking about it last night, I was at, I went to City Cigar Lounge here in Miami to meet a friend and he's a guy who follows the magazine. And so anytime that, that we put something on the list, he always goes out of it. So he bought a box of Espinosa when it came out number one. Hey, I just gave it away. You screwed the pooch, compadre. And he bought a box of this, of the my father, uh, the Fonseca by my father. And yesterday he was telling me, man, I love both of the cigars. I don't know how you guys were able to pick one over the other because they're so good, both of them. So anyway, the, the Fonseca by my father was number two in the Cedros format. And number one, which I just gave you a second ago, the uh, Espernosa Laranja Reserva Escudo. Uh, that one is in the Toro. Surpri big surprise there. Six by fifty-two, box pressed, lovely. We're smoking it right now. Uh, just uh, a cigar that blew us away. I, I, you know, as we were tasting it, we kept, we kept tasting it over and over and over, and it just kept, it kept coming out on top every single time. Yep. Right. Once you're down to the top five, and you just tasting and tasting and tasting, it just kept coming up, man. It's just a a really, really well done cigar by uh, by Espinosa. The cigar is made at the San Lotano factory, which is A.J. Fernandez's factory. Uh, so it's made for Espinosa, but, but uh, Espinosa or Eric, uh, Eric Espinosa, he has a, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that's been in this business a long time. He's done uh, just about every facet of this business. He's one of the only guys that has done everything from delivering cigars to repping them to owning a, to being a sales manager, to owning a company, to being an independent rep and being an in-house rep. He's done everything. And he's worked in a store. He's done everything. And so uh, he just, when it came to this blend, I think that he purchases the, the wrapper tobacco for it. And right. then he provides it. So he's, uh, he's done an incredible job with this blend. And we couldn't be happier. We're actually going to go hang out with him tonight uh, to celebrate it. So yeah, it has a lot of AJ um, signature signature yeah. uh, flavors to it, yep. but yet it's got a a more I don't know more softer not I don't know I, I I like the like the woodiness that it has, but yet it has a creamy like chocolateiness to it. 
It's very good. It's very well made. It's an excellent, excellent cigar. Yeah, I, I think that the one of the things that I think makes it very interesting, you kind of touched on it, uh, is that it has those heavy dark chocolate notes. It has it has the pepper, but the pepper's subdued. It's not like uh like some of the the like it's it doesn't nail you in the face with pepper at all. Right? So the pepper is really way in the background and it serves to sort of balance out that dark chocolate. But then also, like you said, there's like uh that little bit of cedar in there. There's a roasted nuts in there. And and so and then the creaminess that it comes through is not normal to get that kind of creaminess in a Maduro. From Nicaragua, you typically don't get that. Right. I, and I guess that's the Brazilian. Yeah, you don't it. you don't get like uh you don't get a lot of earthiness. Right? Which is which is something you also get a lot of in Nicaragua. You, there's a touch of it, but it's it's just a hint of it, just like the pepper. And and the, the creaminess just sets it off for me. Uh so really uh, congratulations to the Espinosa crew. Really fantastic cigar. I know all their fans. They have a ton of fans too. They do. They're all very happy, and they were very, very supportive. I, I noticed on social media, uh, media of of the Espinosa, and they were very yeah, they happy went nuts. for them. Yeah, they went nuts. So, uh, so yeah, that that was the the top twenty five. Again, we we put in a ton of effort into this. Uh, we smoked a gazillion cigars in the process. So let us know what you guys what you guys think about the list. Uh, number one. Uh, give us that feedback and what cigars you think maybe, uh, you would have liked to seen up there. Sure. Uh, tell us what you think should be a candidate for next year. Now that we're well underway to 2021, uh, what have you smoked, uh, recently that you think should be a candidate and we'll, we'll get it into the ratings and, uh, and, and try to, try to see how it, let's uh, see if it makes the cut. Yep. Yep. So, uh, all right. So. We're gonna take a quick break here. Uh, are we? Oh, wait a second. I think you have something to say. I got another great cigar that I'd like to talk to you about. Oh, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, before we start talking about Super Bowl, which I know you want to talk about, let me tell you about the Villiger Cuellar Black Forest. Villiger Cigars, a brand synonymous with European style and sophistication, invites you to try the Cuellar Black Forest. Made at the famous Tabagalera Palma. In the Dominican Republic, the Cuellar Black Forest is crafted using only but the finest tobaccos, resulting in a smooth and complex smoke for, that you're sure to enjoy. And what is it that makes the Cuellar Black Forest so unique? It's the highly sought-after Mexican San Andes wrapper it's covered in. You knew it, right? <laughs> Aged to perfection, this wrapper produces a robust amount of flavor in addition to giving the Cuellar Black Forest its gorgeous appearance with its dark walnut color and oily texture finish. Named after the majestic forest where Chairman Heinrich Villiger grew up near, the cigar is a tribute to the passion which is embedded in the long history of cigar making at Villiger Cigars. It's the Cuellar Black Forest. Go out and try one today. Oh, nicely very, done. Very nice. Nicely done on the live read there, buddy. All right. So, yeah, seriously, uh, you should get your hands on the, uh, the Cuellar Black Forest. Excellent cigar. Uh, we've got it in, in the... Uh, in the ratings of this, not the issue that's out right now, but the following issue, it is uh, it is in there. I think in a torpedo. I'm not sure. So, r- really, another uh, well done cigar. So, let's talk Super Bowl, buddy. What do you say? Uh, what do you think? Thank God, Tampa won. I hate Kansas City. Oh, that's 
right. I totally I'm forgot. A, I'm that a Kansas you City hater. Are an absolute Kansas City hater. I'm not a Tom Brady lover either, but well, who he, is? I mean, if you're not Terrence Riley, or you don't live in uh, <coughs> New England, Terrence, Ter- Terrence, it, the Terrence, Tom Brady. By the way, Terrence is uh, the national sales manager for Aganorsa. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about. But and he's and the head of the cheerleading club absolutely. for the Tom Brady clan. Oh my God, he is like such a Tom Brady lover. So, uh, so yeah, you're not a Tom Brady lover, but you're much more a Kansas City hater. True, and I and I was pulling for the Florida team, I guess, somewhat. And we have a good friend, almost relative, who's a, yeah, a Tampa yeah. Bay fan. So you know, we're pulling for him. But I was I was really hoping for a better game. Instead of a blowout, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. I mean, if you're a Tampa Bay fan or or Terrence, you're happy with the results. But, but man, it was just not competitive at all. It was an ass kicking from the opening kick. Yep, yep. I mean, every time you thought, okay, maybe they're putting a drive together, there'd be a pick, there'd be a sack, there'd be that Mahomes was running for his life. Limp, the entire game, limping, limping for, for his, his life. life. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, uh, so what'd you do in terms of uh, of food and cigars? Did you did you do anything special? We kept it COVID safe, uh, so small group in an apartment. Uh, we always go to a friend's house. He made a taco al pastor. Oh my god, which was delicious. I mean, he had the whole pineapple set up in the oven, oh bacon god. for like two days. Now I'm je- I was about to tell you about my thing. It was I'm good. Jealous. It was, no, no. I mean, everybody had good food. I don't. I don't think anybody skimps on Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, it was a good setup. I, no cigars though. We were in an apartment, mm. so we couldn't smoke. Uh, but you know, plenty of drinks. Well, was, we made up good. for it. We made up for your lack of cigars. Cool. Uh, we did it at, at my house uh, in the backyard. Put a TV in the backyard, and I made uh, I made chicken wings. I made half of them uh, barbecue wings, and then the other half were jerk seasoning. I'm on a little bit of a Jamaican kick right now. Nice. So. Uh, Great wings. Uh, on, I made them on the egg, which always does a great job. Then I made yeah, burgers and dogs and stuff like that. But uh, How long but, does it take you to make those wings on the egg? Well, you can't really... You don't save time making eggs on... Uh, making <laughs> eggs. <laughs> making eggs on the wings. <laughs> <laughs> so the, while the egg... Uh, the big, And I'm talking about the big green egg, uh, which I've owned for 14 years. And uh, the egg gets you... You can you can do steaks very quickly. You can do pizzas very quickly because you can get that high temp, and you benefit from the high temp. But when it comes to wings, you don't benefit from high temperature. No, so, I was just curious. Yeah, how long you cook them for? Oh, it's a, I do them. I do them a little bit slow because mm-hmm. I I just the last thing you want at a party is someone to bite into a wing, and they're raw inside. Yeah. So, but even if they're cooked, sometimes they have that red center. I don't know what it's like. It looks like bloody center. Yeah, but it comes from like frozen. I've heard from like frozen yeah, wings yeah, yeah. or something. I don't know. But um, but no, we we uh we they I I couldn't tell you exactly how long they take. I just I know when they're ready. Got it. Okay, all right. But um, but yeah, the wings were good. Uh, burgers are good and all that. But now I brought a ton of cigars because there were there were five cigar smokers, at uh at the gathering. It was about I don't know twelve of us or so, and uh it was all family. So then one of the members of the party there is Ramon, who you were saying, right? My sister's significant other. Ramon is a Tampa native. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ramon is a chimney. He is also a chimney. <laughs> he smokes like crazy. So we had, a, we had a ton of cigars. But one cool thing that I did, and I want to ask you, uh, see if you can figure out. So here's what I did. I brought in case 
Tampa Bay won, which they obviously did. they did. I brought one of each of the last five number ones. Ooh. One for each smoker in the group. Nice part. That way, if Tampa won, we could finish the night on that, you know, excellent cigar. What we okay? Before we get into that, what were we gonna smoke if they lost? No, just keep smoking what you were smoking. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, we had great cigars anyway. Obviously, uh, I you know, if I'm going to a party and I'm going to be smoking 88s, if um, if no if Kansas City won, no 88s, buddy. Dog rockets for everyone. I can't. I can't. If I'm gonna smoke for enjoyment. I can't smoke a, an okay cigar. I have to smoke something good. I just, I mean, we smoke everything from horrible to great here at work. I, I'm not going to, on a weekend, when I'm smoking for pleasure, smoke something that I think is just okay. I took a bundle of okay cigars at my brother-in-law's party. That was super comical. Yeah. So, so anyway, so one of each of the last five number ones. Okay, and since Ramon's team is the one that won, I gave him first first pick. first uh, right of refusal, right? So I gave him the number one pick. Wow. So, so I'm gonna read back to you the the, the last five number ones. That way, you yeah. can you yeah, can I'll, try I'll... to guess which one Ramon picked. Okay. So we got this year's number one, the Espinosa Laranja. Yep. Uh, Escudo, the Padron 64 anniversary in uh, Exclusivo, the Sin Compromiso. The Alma Fuerte from Placencia and the La, Mis La Mission de l'Atelier, so, or La Mission l'Atelier, depends on how you pronounce it, but that's the one from the Tatuaje, the L'Atelier, uh, La Mission. So, which one of those five, Espinosa, Padrón, Sin Compromiso, Alma Fuerte, or La Mission? A lot of blue chippers. A lot of blue yeah, chippers. Of course, there. they're all number ones. Now, let me ask you something. And they're all, they're all Maduros, by the way. How about size wise? Were there were they all about the same size? No, the only one that was uh, Small, shorter was the La, the La Mission, La Mission, which is a robusto. Hmm. Don't let that influence your selection. Decision? I'm not telling you not okay. to pick that one. Okay, a fine cigar it is. Sure, but don't let it influence your decision I, because Ramon does not shy away from cigar I, length. I got it. Uh, also, he smokes on the ride home in his Jeep anyway. Okay, so. It's not picking what I would pick. It's what I think, what you think he would, would pick. he pick. Yep, yep, yep. How about this year's number one? That the would es, be a good. That would be a good choice. That would be a good choice, but it wasn't. No, because I had already given him one <laughs> recently, not the same day, but he had already just smoked it. Okay, so that would have been a good choice. I'll give you one more shot. Now you're down to four. Uh, the Padron. Nope, it went sin compromiso. Sin compromiso, great cigar. That was it. good pick. Yeah, I mean, I, again, they're they're all fantastic. You yeah, really can't yeah, go yeah, wrong yeah. with you this can. list. But uh, but that was what he chose. He had first dibs on it, and he went sin compromiso. So nice. There you go, Steve Saka. Ramon loves ya. So, all right. So, uh, what about? Oh, another thing. What about the commercials? What'd you like? I know that we're. I know by the way. I know that we're a little bit late on this whole Super Bowl talk. Sure. But, but I think it's a fun topic. So, did you have any commercials that jumped out at you? I, it's not a Super Bowl commercial, but they played it during. It's and I, I just it's my current like favorite commercial, which is the the rap group. Oh yes, Scoop. <laughs> there it is. Whoops! There it, it's I, not whoops. There it is. I mean, I didn't say whoops. Oh, okay, I thought you did. <laughs> that would have been funny. Whoops! There it is. No, it's scoop. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I do like that one. That, that was, was a great commercial. I like the I like the lady dancing. Yeah. And the dad and then the daughter like disgusted leaving. That, yeah, that's yeah. my favorite part of the commercial. Uh, I do like that one. Did you see that? Uh, Bruce? Did you see the Bruce Springsteen commercial? Yeah, very the dramatic. Jeep? Very dramatic. Super dramatic. All that. Super cinematic. Did you see that he got busted with a DUI? No. And Jeep has had to pull that commercial. Oh shit! After all the work they put into it. And the that. expense of the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. play, putting an ad in the Super Bowl. And uh, I think that he, like, he got a DUI, like, back in November or something like that. But it now came to light right after this. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Uh, I like the, the Shaggy one. It wasn't me. with uh, I, I thought that, uh, that, was, that was funny. Uh, a lot of people were poo-pooing now, but I thought, uh, it was, I thought it was well done. The whole time we're saying. Who's the guy? No, no, no. The whole time it's like, is Mia Kudas, like, all that? Cause she's cute, but she's not that great, and whatever. There you go. We there were go. we were just conditioned on her the whole time. Everyone loves to hate on, on these things. It's that's the funny thing. Like also the the halftime show. What'd you think of that? Oh, he's a great performer. I I, I didn't have a problem with no, it. People were complaining performer. about the mask, how they look silly. I prefer Shakira as. Well, hell yeah. And Who J-Lo doesn't? shaking ass, but yeah. That, I, I, I would mean, have signed up that, for them to do it. But that, but this was entertaining. I, I like the weekend. So. You know what was funny about it? Uh, I, I didn't know how many hits the guy had. I haven't, like, you hear these songs, but you don't know who does them. And uh, especially with pop music. You, you know, don't. True, I don't. I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, and neither did Ramon. He kept saying during the, like, lead up to the halftime show, he's like, well, here we go with The weekend with his one song. <laughs> and then every song that would oh, play. Oh, I know that one. He was like, hey, I know that one. <laughs> I did too. I was like, so I thought that was funny. But uh, I think the guy did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed that. Uh, so let's, uh, let's, uh, oh, you know what was another thing that was interesting about the Super Bowl? This was the, uh, this was the lowest like in Miami. I think in the history of of them keeping, uh, Nielsen records for viewership. This was the lowest rated Super Bowl here. It was only they it only got a thirty six point eight, uh, percent of the homes watched the Super Bowl. How do they even measure that? I mean, that, I know they used to put the box. They on do. Top well, they they your... have the box, but they also have. Now it's a little bit easier to track than ever. Oh, really? Because all the streaming services, when you sign up for YouTube TV or Hulu or any one of those, They'll you a report. You agree. You you can also tell it that you don't want to, but nobody goes in there into the advanced settings and turns off the Nielsen no. rating. Plus, who cares, right? I, I I don't personally care that Nielsen knows what I watch. So uh, yeah. if if Alexa is listening to every exactly. fucking word I'm saying, who cares what channel I'm watching? Exactly. So, but I thought that that was very telling that. Uh, that this was the lowest Super Bowl. So then I looked a little deeper, and and every major sporting event, every single major sporting event is down during the pandemic. And I was just like, what is that about? Like, why is the like the the college football championship was down, NBA Finals were down, the World Series were down, the Kentucky Derby was down, the Masters were down, Stanley Cup Final, all the big ones during the pandemic were down. I'm the interesting. One right? of the, I'm one of the biggest sports fans around, and I have not watched a lot of sports this yeah, year. Yeah, I it's was curious, a, like you know, what is that attributed to? Yeah, I have no like, idea. Why, why the apathy towards your team? Is it because? And I'm not, t- I'm not telling you to psychoanalyze yourself right now, but I'm just saying in general, like, is it that we've got these like bigger fish to fry, and so we 
Maybe. We're like, you know what? The, the sports are not that important right now. To me, because I work so many crazy hours here in the magazine, I, I use sports as, as a perfect way for, for the whole family to get together and watch something. Right? So for me, we've watched every single one of these events. Like even the Kentucky Derby uh, in my house, we watch it. We watch every, every one of these events we've watched. But it's just curious that, that they're all down during the pandemic. So I thought that was an interesting tidbit that came out of the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, all right. So let's take a, another quick break here. And then uh, we want to talk about the, uh, the new issue. Give people a little bit of, uh, if you haven't picked it up yet, what's in the new issue. So uh, we'll be right back. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. All right. Uh, before we get into the new issue, where are you with the cigar? Now we have been, we're, we're past the halfway point at this point because we started smoking it before the podcast started. So where are you at with it's it now? It's still very consistent. It still has all those flavors. Very rich. Uh, probably maybe um, halfway through. Um, so still has a, a lot of those flavors that it started out with. Um, it's a great too. I mean, I'd love to smoke. I don't know if this is a morning cigar for me. I'd, I'd like to have this maybe after. A, I think it's a, at least an after lunch because it's, it's a medium plus. It's a medium plus for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but still very consistent. Up to yeah. This point. I, I think in, in my, uh, you know, we're all, we're all different. We all sort of taste things differently. To me, I think that all of those dark chocolate notes and even the uh, bit of espresso that's in there and, and the roasted nuts, they also, at this point in the cigar, I'm past the halfway point, they've all kind of moved more to the aroma. So I get them after I let go of the, uh, of the smoke and I smell them in the air, but I don't get them on my palate as much as before. Now I do get more as, as the intensity uh, creeps up past the midway point. 
I do get more of that pepper, uh, a little bit more of the earth than before. So I do think it changes in, in, a, in a good way. I mean, I, I like for cigars to, to kind of go up and down a little bit like that. I, I think what I meant was I think at this point, some cigars can take a turn for the like Whoa. on the harsh oh, yeah, side. Of course. And and this is still maintained its creaminess no doubt from the it. beginning. No so. doubt. Well, I mean, it, it would obviously would not be a number one if it took sure, a turn, sure. right? So, really, uh, still loving the cigar. If you haven't gone out to get it, uh, I recommend you do. They they sold out very quickly after we announced the number one. Uh, you can probably uh, you can probably get it though at the big big retailers. They stock up on them. So. Uh, so you want to tell us a little bit about what's in the new issue? So if you weren't paying attention during this entire podcast, <laughs> we have our top 25 list, yep. which is That's always a, a great draw uh, in our in our issue. Uh, but also, in addition, we uh, we flew up to Atlanta and met with the Warrior Poet Society. That was Those a cool trip. very cool dudes, uh, very big following. It's very innovative what they're doing with their whole um, man network, if you will. Yeah, WPSN, Warrior Poet Society Network. Yeah, where they have all sorts of uh, tactical self-defense uh, man stuff in there. That Yeah, and a, also like even some comedy. They, they got, sure. Yeah. Um, so great interview by our boy, uh, Steve, it was fun with shooting guns with Steve too. That was, yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a blast. But anyways, it was a great piece that he wrote. Uh, really well done story. I mean, he, I, I spoke, I spoke to Evan from, uh, Warrior Poet Society yesterday and he was, uh, he was telling me, you know, what a great job Steve did. And also the photography was incredible. Uh, Jordan Gensler. Yeah. 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 He did a great job. So, um, so we also had, uh, Steve head out to Omaha and give us a little, a busy uh, guy. yeah, a little roundup on the, uh, Omaha smoke scene and mm-hmm. whatever restaurant scene and, and everything that they have out there. Shout uh, out to my boy Chaz from Havana garage and, uh, and SG Roy and yeah. SG Roy. Yeah. Uh, so that was a been cool friends with that guy for a long time. Cool. More than 10 years. I, I've never been. I after reading the piece, I'm mean, like, I can't wait to get out there. Yeah, yeah, I li- I like Omaha, especially like I said, uh, yeah, that that old market area where Chaz has his stores. So that that old market area was covered in like five feet of snow while we were doing the piece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Steve was uh, doing uh, backstrokes through the snow <laughs> when he was there, uh, and then we also had a very, very sexy shoot uh, with the Gurkha Nicaragua. Uh, sponsoring our yeah. uh, our our current shoot, which is again um, awesome. Yeah, my uh, my two boys at home when I brought the issue home, I was like, "Whoa, Papa, this one's pretty sexy." <laughs> so they uh, they uh, they love the shoots, obviously. Yeah, teenage boys. Yeah. So go out and get this issue. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the uh, the rundown of of what was in the issue. Um, so, I think that's it, buddy. That's it? I think that's what we got. All right. Well, so, good show. listen up, guys. If you dig the podcast, uh, we, will, we will be back now. Uh, we'll be back on to regular schedule again. So, if you dig the podcast, uh, show us a little love. Give us five stars. Write a review. Even if your review says, what's up with these guys? They don't put podcasts out often enough. Uh, even that'll help. So, also, check out the YouTube channel. 
Uh, we're putting stuff regularly on the YouTube channel. There's always new content there. And uh, go back to the site and check that out. So, Speaking of feedback, too, we're not going to get into We usually, in this part of the show, read some of the feedback. Mm-hmm. We got so much feedback for your, for your letter, uh, which was a very heartfelt uh, uh, opinion piece on the state of... Uh, I guess the world's right now the country, and, and, the world, yeah. and, and how we were doing and, and it got a tremendous yeah. uh, was, amount of cool. response. So. That was cool to hear uh, people uh, related to it so much. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was a, a heartfelt letter. I mean, uh, it's basically from my point of view of, you know, of what's happening in the world. So anyway, thank you for bringing that up, man. Uh, and thank you to all you guys who uh, reached out about it. So, if you want to reach out, do it through uh, Apple Podcast and let us know uh, what you think of the show. So thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll be back soon. Later. See you. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.